Hello, friends. It's Ariel Hawani of The Ringer MMA Show. I'm Chuck Mindenhall. And I'm Pete Carroll. And together, we are Three Pack. Follow and listen to The Ringer MMA feed exclusively on Spotify for all the latest in the world of mixed martial arts. And join us live on Spotify Greenroom after every big event. See you then. Love yous. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Peter Rosenberg! Shout out to that guy, yeah. Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. Mage. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world's number one sports and recreation podcast. It's called Cheap Heat. I am your forever 24-7 chop-yacha. Peter Rosenberg, I'm joined in Philadelphia by the EST of CHP, the modern-day Maharaja. Stack guy, Greg. Yo, what's going on, fellas? How you guys doing? And in Los Angeles, you may see this person uh, pretending to, you know, care about a Super Bowl in, in Los Angeles or uh, having a drink <laughs> at his own bar in his house. Thirty-five under thirty-five Dipperson. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I am uh, I'm preparing the Dip Flare persona this year for WrestleMania as we speak. What are your thoughts? Well, it's always prepared. What do you need to do? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not drinking. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing a are you, sober a cleanse. February. Oh, he wants to be yeah. in rare form by the time. Wait, are you, are you really doing a sober March? <laughs> no. Oh, I believed you for a second. <laughs> the no, work of the wow. I was impressed. I'm a little under so the weather. A little under the weather. Is it true, Dip? I heard you reported this earlier. Is this still true? Somebody stole my egg. <laughs> Somebody stole your egg? And, no, and I have, uh, I have a dozen eggs right now in my fridge. Wow, beautiful. I'm intrigued by the meatballs. All right, we have a lot to get to. Um, <laughs> and, and I, before we have SGG list off the, the things that are happening outside the ring, um, WWE is at MSG this weekend for the Road to WrestleMania, which they've turned into like a bit of a thing on TV the last couple of weeks. Um, who will Brock Lesnar's road bump be on the Road to WrestleMania? And I love a Saturday night house show at msg i recommend it anyone in the tri-state to go it's for some reason as fun as tvs are there's some something about the vibe of the msg house show that is a fantastic experience but someone just said something crazy to me and i'm curious if you guys think this is absolute folly and absurd or 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 no i assume you'll say that but someone said what if the surprise match for brock at the msg house show was cody rhodes Oh my god. Yeah. That would be so mage. 
Can you imagine like how the word would spread? By the way, they could take a lot. They could pull, steal a lot of energy from the from the AEW pay-per-view on Sunday by having Cody debut on Saturday. And then they leak it everywhere. And Monday, they show the highlights of here's what happened over the weekend. You never know what's going to happen at a, at a WWE live event. Cody oh Rhodes showed up. Are you kidding me? This is me? so genius. This has to happen. That would be, that would be insane. Especially if, like you said, they go back to the days of anything can happen in the world wrestling entertainment, I guess. <laughs> but it's like, Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. No, that would be. You I didn't even think about that. <sighs> I don't know. I, I want to be there. I think I will be there. I have something I have to do on Long Island a little bit earlier. Um, but I, I would like to try to make it back and go to the show. But there's also a Barclays Center Smackdown, I think, the following Friday. But I, I'd enjoy Should the house I be show. Flying in for both events is the question. <laughs> you do? Have you ever done a garden house show? No, I've always wanted to do that. Oh, yeah, SGG and I have done them a few times together. It is a, it's a time. It, yeah, last we were time there when I was I at think... a house show. Dolph Ziggler was wrestling. I'll never forget this. And we're it was, it was with you. Yeah, I was. And there. we were sitting. We I was. This was when you were off the show, yeah. and yeah. we were sitting really close. With Skylar was there. SGG, were you there? I don't mm-hmm. think I was there. No. Okay, I, I think it was in L.A. At, at it was in Center. L.A. It was in L.A. and it was the three of us. Yeah, and um, and that was when that was when afterwards we had dinner with Ted and his ne'er do well friends. Yes, 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 and the macabre guy. <laughs> the macabre guy was there a thousand percent. Yeah, the macabre guy was there, and then uh, I'll never forget this. Dolph Ziggler was like doing his entrance. And he points at the crowd and, and he screams at everyone, I'm the good guy. I'm the good guy tonight. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Dol- <laughs> Dolph is definitely the guy. Funny. Yeah. Dolph I'm is definitely the, the guy, guy that you want to see at a house show, though. He is. He goes all out. Yeah. They have a lot and they of give him time. They give him time, too. That's the thing about a house show is that everybody gets like 10, 15 minutes. I'll never forget. They do my, stuff my that you never experience. see on TV. The second show I was ever at in my life, the first show I've said many times on the show, the first, the first live event, the first premium live event I ever attended as a wee lad loving wrestling was SummerSlam 1990 um, at the Spectrum. And um, I think a year later when I was four years old, I went to my first house show and I met Sergeant Slaughter, um, which was uh, early 1991, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he gave me a... Uh, he he shook my hand and and he gave me like a like a point up like you're you know we're going to the top tonight. Wow! And uh, <laughs> I never forgot it. And there was some spittle on his and uh, you know on his on his uh, in the corner of his mouth and it flew into my father's face. Of course, of course. <laughs> he was spittling and spittling. I think you don't get to rank that high in the army without without a little bit of spittle. Yeah, I think I saw the Rockers versus. Uh, it was a rematch, I think, from SummerSlam 1990, The Rockers versus The Orient Express, which is, of course, as you know, my favorite theme song of all time. Um, SGG, I, 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 saw, mm-hmm. I saw SGG just tear up when Roman Reigns came out at a WWE house show once. That's true. Actual tears. It's true. Um, <laughs> so those are, things to, those are things to speculate on. But uh, SGG, what are the possible stories to touch on? So outside of the ring... Cesaro and WWE parted ways recently. It was reported. It was also reported that Scott Hall suffered an injury at home um, and that AEW and WWE announced that they were expanding their partnership. Huh? What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, I'll tell you what that means. AEW and WWE are expanding their partnership? Did I say AEW? I said A&E. You did. Oh, I thought you said AEW. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it's it's A and E. A and E makes A and E makes sense. A and E and WWE are expanding their partnership. Well, last year, you know, they did the biography series and they did the most wanted treasures. They announced that those those shows are coming back, and they're also adding another show, WWE Rivals, um, into the mix where they'll look at two two superstars and look at their rivalry and how it expanded uh, and how it how it developed inside. And outside the ring, so that's three shows on on A and E for WWE. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited about this. Particularly, I think it said uh, 35 biographies. Yeah, they said over 130 hours of programming between um, those three shows, which I think 
for wrestling fans, that's a, that's a lot to to sink their teeth into. What's the what's the um the threshold for determining whether they're going to do a biography on a, like who who's the least popular person you would say deserves a biography? <laughs> the least popular, like the least crossover star who deserves a biography. Yeah, I have a I have a great one. Okay, I have one who is you know not thought of as being a crossover star because he predates the era. But in terms of how well people knew him and what the story would be, here's three words for everyone to factor in for a great one. How about Mr. Junkyard Dog? Yes. Yeah, I that'd think be so. fascinating. I think I think so. I, I mean, when you think about going all the way back to his Mid-South days and him coming up and becoming a, a champion at that time, being a black man in wrestling, then the huge popularity in WWE and then he died suddenly, you know? And I think you just said exactly why it's a compelling story, right? Because, you know, we don't, I don't, I don't even think I know what got him into wrestling. So right there, you know, that that's a good chunk of the biography that's automatically interesting because I've never heard it. And then, like you said, his popularity and, and giving him his flowers and his due as being somebody who was insanely over in the 80s and talking about what that meant. And then he dies. How about, how about the uh, how about the Funker Terry Funk? Yeah, I would love that. I, I get very emotional at these episodes, man. I got to tell you. Well, I, 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 I you know they're all very different. You know, a lot of people yeah. really were not pleased with like they thought the Macho Man was like a hit job, and it's like <laughs> I, I did not feel that. Yes, there were a couple people in it I would have preferred not be in it, but by and large, I mean the goal. What do you want? Do you want them to give you just propaganda or do you want an actual story that might have negative things too? And it's like people don't want there to be anything negative included or or on the flip side, they either don't want anything negative to be included or on the flip side, they're people who want the people to be canceled and we don't even talk about them because it turned out they did some bad things in their personal life. And the truth has <laughs> got to be the middle. It has yeah. to be the middle. There, yeah. There's a there's a group of wrestlers, I, I, I would put JYD in this category, that are, were so popular in their moment that we don't know anything about. That unless you do a, like a deep dive, you really don't, you, you can't grasp sort of the, the, the interesting parts of their life in any way. Like I'm talking about like George the Animal Steel. How much do you really know about him? He's a teacher. Yeah, he was. Right. A, that's all I knew. One of the most popular wrestlers of the eighties. Yep, and that, that's, uh, that's I would, exactly I would what it lean is, in there. I would exactly. lean in there. Go, go ahead, SGG. That's the era that you go to. I was going to say that yep. the eighties is a gold mine because when people think of the eighties, they think of of Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage, Andre the Giant, Roddy Piper, like the big ones. But there's a there's a treasure trove of of characters, like you said, that's all around them, all so popular. That people loved at the time, but that fans today, right now, don't know anything about. And you that's know, who you go. To. Those are the stories that you tell. I, I, I think so. I think so too. A, a lot of those people, man, uh, your, your Sergeant Slaughters. Yep. I mean, Brutus these are Beefcake. names. Brutus Beefcake. These are names who a they had interesting things happen in their lives, and everyone remembers them. These are the you know who you want to do biographies about. Your Annie biographies should be about the people. Who, when we run into people and go, oh, you're into wrestling? You mean like, uh, you know who I remember? <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, I remember, uh, you want the I remember us. That's what yeah. you want. <laughs> That's exactly you what want you want. You want 35 episodes where when people go by, they go, oh, I got to see. I watched that guy when I was a kid. Now, within that, you need, uh, you know, a bunch of them to be really big names also. But like. I I hope that they don't. I hope that the way they go is leaning really into the nostalgia and not, you know, uh, the Miz biography. Because that's that's what's going to get the crossover appeal is, you Correct. know, the the people in their 40s and 50s and 60s who watch these people in the 80s and late, like, you know, early 90s who who exactly who will point at the screen and go, oh, that's what you're know, looking for. You know, Mr. Perfect. Uh, Rick Rude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know. Uh, uh, British Bulldog. Um, 
the, I mean, sort of the, the list sort of goes on from that era. And by the way, you should also on some of them, like cut into dark side of the ring and do it better. Like, you know, even controversial ones, man, like they could have done a dynamite kid one. They could have done a controversial dynamite kid one, you know, like I don't think they would do that. They probably wouldn't, but like there are ways that you could do that. And it's still not saying, I don't know. I, again, this is when it comes down to whether or not you want to point out things that have happened or whitewash. And I think there's a way to do it, man, um, where you really do m- maybe even whole groups of people, you know, fact, the heart foundation. Yeah. You know, yeah. or the new heart foundation, a special just on when it was Pillman and those guys coming, you know, there, there are a lot of options, a lot of options. Yeah. So, I mean, how, how much do you know about Bundy? Atlantic City. That's pretty much all I know. The man loved cats. He loved cats. Oh, yeah. I, I heard that when he died, house full of cats. That was what I remember part being part of the story. What about Adrian Adonis? That would be very interesting. How about Jesse? Yeah. yeah. Yes, please. How about Heenan? How about Gorilla? There's a lot of people that people are fond of that there's things. Gorilla to would be a great one, dude. Yeah, Heenan, too. I didn't even think about Heenan. Heenan would be a great one. Jimmy Gorilla, Hart. Old, old people love talking about Gorilla Monsoon. Because he flipped it on them. Like, he was the first case of, like, because he was a wrestler, right? So there's people who caught him as a wrestler, like, monster heel, like, oh, I'm terrified of Gorilla Monsoon. And then he threw a suit on, and he's, like, the baby, the baby face announcer for their kids. You know, exactly. you know, what, I watched, <clears throat> you know what I watched recently that I, I hadn't seen in... 10 years, mm. which I would recommend. I'm always looking for something on the network on Peacock to discover again, because let's face it, I've watched everything. At this point, I've watched all the Coliseum videos again. I've watched pretty much every single prime time. I've watched everything that I love. The one thing that I hadn't seen in ages that was a, an amazing reminder, and you know that I've been using uh, a Gotch and Hackenschmidt references recently. Um, <laughs> go watch the um, history of the WWF Championship uh, hour yeah. and a half long or two hour long special that they did. I think it was back. You in loved it, huh? Yeah, back in 2013. It's it just gives you a reminder about you want a good refresher on on what well, you know on on nostalgia. You don't need to see the later stuff. We all know it, but but the. You know, the, the stuff back in the day, is, it's, it's very cool to watch. It's very emotional. I highly recommend it. Everything's very emotional, you psychopath. I'm emotional right now. It's WrestleMania <laughs> but like, season. You, but you, have it, you, said, you said recently, this should really be addressed, that mm-hmm. the only time you've cried over the last 10 years, it related to The Undertaker. You need real help. <laughs> serious, serious help. What would you recommend? Well, you, therapy, of course. <laughs> I tried it. It's not for me. You no, you tried it too long ago. Okay, when did you try it? How old are you? I don't know. Is Doctor Shelby you know, available? SGG, <laughs> SGG, did you, did you know that Dipperstein is the, like you wouldn't think this? A Jewish Hollywood agent, Dipperstein is the kind of guy who goes to therapy once and he goes, "I, I went, I, I didn't feel any better." I, I <laughs> like you wouldn't think that that would be his his style, but it, but it is. All right, SGG, what else uh, besides the A and E of it all? Um, Scott Hall suffered an injury recently. It was reported that he he fell in his home and and um, broke his hip. Mm-hmm. I don't like hearing there's that. No, there's no details around exactly what happened. People are speculating. But I just want to say, you know, rest up and get well to the bad guy. Yeah, we don't want anything yeah. happening to, to, to Razor. No. no. I mean, and he's of that age that, you know, those things can, uh, can happen. That's, Wish a, him the that's best. a bummer. Send you the sending the best razor. Anything else, SGG? And then Cesaro and WWE reportedly parted ways uh, recently. Um, well, that's big. It's being yeah, it's being reported and discussed everywhere that they just could not come to an agreement, and his contract expired um, last year. It was reported that he signed, he re-signed with them. It turns out that that may have only been just a short extension to try and get a deal done, and now we've come to the place where a deal has not been made, and. Um, it looks like they've parted ways officially. So who knows? Maybe he'll be back. Maybe they'll take this time to try and work on something. Um, maybe he shows up in AEW. But for now, his WWE career is over. <sighs> well, how do you view, how do we view the Cesaro run in WWE? Was it uh, Mage? 
Was it Major J's? Was it Rupak? How do we I think? Feel? I'm going Major Jace. I'm going Major Jace. I think. I think we as wrestling fans of this era, and we talked about like a lot of the guys. We talked about the '80s wrestling, and a lot of those guys were never world champion, but we loved them anyway. And I think now, fans want their guys to be at the top of the mountain. So for Cesaro to never have made it to world championship status, I think that disappoints a lot of people. But at the same time, he was like a tag team specialist. He came into the company as a tag team specialist, and the bar was really good. So I think even more than him not being a world champion, him and Sheamus breaking up when they were just in an insanely good tag team is the more disappointing thing. But his run as a tag team specialist was, was to me, really good. Even him and Tyson Kidd, um, they had potential before Tyson Kidd got injured to be like a top level tag team of the decade. But you know, that was, was that was the moment meant to be. I, I, I got to I got to tell you, I, I I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm gonna go with Repug Plus. <sighs> yeah, because I, um, Repug Plus. Repug Plus is <laughs> harsh. Repug Plus. Um, I just never could get into. I knew that Cesaro was a great technician. That was obvious. But there was just nothing that compelled me to continue watching the television when he was on the television. This is just speaking purely as a fan, as an audience member. Sounds like you're not a fan. (laughs) No, as a fan of wrestling. (laughs) Um, The bar, I think, was the highlight of his career. Um, I did feel like they were an imposing tag team in some context. But... I, I don't know. I I just never felt like Cesaro grabbed that brass ring, and uh, I, I feel like they also felt the same way. So I'll talk to you. I'll see you when I see you. <laughs> You're making um, some facial expressions. I would I would love to know. All, all that all that said, Gureka. Gureka. Yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> um, I he is a sweet, smart, great man. A credit. To the industry. Um, I don't disagree with Dip's assessment. I never felt compelled when he was on TV. And I actually, it's one of those things that like, you know, hardcore wrestling fans will be like, I love Cesaro. I want more Cesaro. And I just sort of sit there quietly and pretend I agree. But I, I don't really. I died. I was always kind of like, he's fine. I, I don't. He's he's a good he's a great hand. Obviously, he can wrestle. That's not has nothing to do with it. Um, he's obviously great in the ring. We know they've made it very clear he's one of the strongest guys in the locker room, and like I said, a fantastic human. But I agree with Dip. I I don't have a moment I associate with him where I was like, oh, this is awesome. The injury is what you associate. What I associate with the with the tooth up in the in the in the sinus mm-hmm. area. And I, I think, you know, he won the Under the Giant Battle Royal. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't like cool him moment. slamming the big show over the top rope, wasn't? That was cool. That was, that was cool, cool, but that... I forgot about it until just now. Right. It was cool. It was cool. He was incredibly strong. There's no doubt about it. And uh, he didn't have I, a bad he's, match He's a perfect either, example. What is AEW going to do with Cesaro? What could well, they possibly do with Cesaro? Well, if they're smart, this is what they do with Cesaro, right? Because. Okay. They're a company that was that is seen as like regional. Cesaro's a guy that speaks five languages, very well dressed. They already have established that they're not necessarily looking for like they're looking for the wrestlers, right? He's a great wrestler that they can send on these international tours and do international media and carry the company in a in a way that allows them to expand to some of these global markets. So if they're serious about cracking into Europe, and the world is opening up again and they're able to, that's what they do to that's what they do with Cesaro, right? They strap the world championship on him and they they create this air about him that says, like, look, he is a guy who can carry a company. He's doing it for us. He's taking us to the next level. And um because their fans appreciate the wrestling, right? Like Cesaro yeah. critiques for WWE was that maybe he couldn't talk or maybe he couldn't do this and he didn't have like a, a magnetism about him that other guys have. He doesn't need to have that in AEW. He just needs to go out and wrestle and put on these great matches and the fans over there are going to carry him 
to the next level. So that's I, what you do with a guy like him. You take I think him in, that's do what a he brings to the table. Sorry. I think that's a solid argument, but to the contrary, I do feel like the international fans would rather sing along to Jericho's theme song than see Cesaro with the title. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. I'm glad Dip mentioned Jericho. I have to give credit where credit is due. When Dip said last week it looked like Jericho lost 30 pounds, I thought he was exaggerating, and then I saw I Jericho. Dude, I don't know. I, I guess it. two things. One, I guess when you're an incredible athlete, doing these things is not that hard. And I guess number two, my guess is a lot of that was just straight up drinking, and he probably was like, I'm going to stop drinking for a while, and it just came off. But like, he looks shredded all of a sudden he he looked it makes you realize just how disgustingly bloated he looked before that because now it's just gone yeah, yeah. you gotta give it and also undersold it a little bit too man it looked like more than 30 honestly <laughs> honestly yeah. no but sug right away you saw that and you said oh this is what he needs to look like for a wwe return <laughs> exactly i said he's back at vince weight now <laughs> that's he looked ready for his for his last run Oh, that would be awesome. I would love to see that too. I don't know, man. You got to give credit to Chris Jericho. He is. I don't. Does anyone not give credit to Chris Jericho? Is he tier two? Is he tier two? No. Tier three. I think like tier three. He's tier three. A thousand. He's tier three. He's tier three. Tier three if we're viewing everything in the most positive light. Because it could honestly be tier four if we're making honest arguments. Maybe tier. I don't know where I had him in the where we had him in the tiers of mage, but I'll have to I'll have to go look and see. Well, with, with the bunch that you did that tiers of mage with, I'm sure he was tier two, bottom of tier one. What, with Skylar and Dan Black? <laughs> yeah, of course. No, they know what's up. <laughs> but potential, potential. <laughs> with that I'm going to look right now. Definitely you guys with talk amongst one. yourselves. Um, <sighs> trying to think about what tier I actually think. Oh, Jericho wow. Is. You ready? My, I, I, Go ahead. I have it, but you keep going. <laughs> I think he's three or four. I, I'd agree. I'd agree. And what do you have him in? Five. See? Oh. When you really, because when you really start thinking about it in the tiers of Mage, these aren't really huge tiers. So it. No. The tiers have, being, you know, the most a tier four has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people. That's the most, because that was the hardest one. Because once you get to four, like one, two, and three are like, the highest of the highest, most made right. people. And, that's and then what I'm once say you get too. into four, you're like, oh, he was very made, very made. And then once you get into five, very made, pretty made. Because these tiers also <laughs> don't have the same amount of people in it, right? There's not 10 no, spots each one's in different. tier one and 10. Each and one has different tier. tiers. Yeah. Tier, by the way, tier by, one by the way you're like aware five. that they're different levels. Four or five. Different With numbers. all due respect, you're, you're aware that the tiers of mage that you guys did is simply going to be the notes that lead to the real tiers of mage. <laughs> That's fine. That's that's this the is whole going idea. To, no, but I feel bad. But I, Dan Black and Dan Black and Skyler's work. We need to get their input because this one is going to be obsolete, and there will be an official once once we take this. Because now we're going to have to argue some of these, and there's going to be a broader uh, argument. A, a, a brawl. There'll be a brawl over this. <laughs> yeah. Of who do you think? Who do you think's the most controversial person in the tiers of Mage in terms of where they are? 
it's either, either gonna too be too high, too low. It's either gonna mm. be Brett or I Sean. Have, I got this. Easy. Go ahead. Lesnar. What's he in? Four. Too low. Yeah. That's mm. that's that's too low. Lesnar. Well, now well, we're this, having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be it's gonna, that's gonna be a very interesting Lesnar's tough though. Lesnar's I feel, a, I feel like because he's still he's still wrestling, it's gonna be hard to place him. Not, but it's I got like, a more controversial one. I'm sorry. Lesner, hold on. Who's who's yeah. who's who's more mage? Who uh, this is don't Here we're we, not talking about we're not talking about acting. We're talking about it's it's based in wrestling. Yes. Who's more mage, Lesnar or Cena? Well, Lesnar, Cena. I don't know. They're his, they're close. His, his, I mean, he's more mage than John Cena. That's what you're yes. saying. In wrestling, in, in wrestling, Brock is very close. I think he's more. He has been. Let me, let me just let me just stop. The tears of mage. You said it, it's only in wrestling. It's only in wrestling plus. I understand it's only in wrestling plus, but by the but way, the plus of the Brock plus, Major, yeah. of Brock of Brock Lesnar <laughs> included UFC also, and like a and whole it, other thing. He's the, Brock Lesnar is a legitimate famous athlete, like a real thing. famous and, athlete. And here's the thing oh, about yeah, Brock yeah, Lesnar: yeah. he's not getting his credit in wrestling either, right? Because he leaves WWE, he goes to play football, and then there's football not that doesn't many work out. Above him, so let me just say, I'm sorry. Like okay, <laughs> football doesn't work out, so he decides he wants to go to Japan. WWE sues him because he has they have all these clauses in the contract that restrict what he can do. He wins the lawsuit, and he's the reason that contracts are structured the way they are today. He's more influential behind the scenes. We're than not he gets talking about for contracts. I mean, come on. We're talking about influence, We're talking about right? Wrestling influence if, in like. And here, here's here's another piece of Brock Lesnar's wrestling influence, right? When Peyton Manning gets injured, he almost becomes the MVP. Of, of the season even though he doesn't play a game because of how bad the Colts do that's how important he was to the roster when Brock Lesnar leaves he leaves the lane wide open for John Cena if Brock Lesnar stays John that's Cena fine. doesn't go where he is right now I, that's an argument that I can agree with Jace but um, as far as wrestling the sport of wrestling and like wrestling culture John Cena is more mage than Brock Lesnar <laughs> but it's what are you talking about I, I'm oh. not saying you're wrong, but it's much dip. It's much closer than you're saying. Okay. Much closer. Right. I'm sorry. I mean, first of all, how about the fact? Do we get to factor in that he's I don't know ten times better as a wrestler? Like, does <laughs> that count on. for anything? You like, think? he is. I think Brock Lesnar is one of the most mage entering superstars of all time. There's no era in which his style wouldn't have appeared mage. He, I agree. He, Thank you. Pete. He doesn't have. I'm not. And, by the way. And, by the way. Who's, who's John Cena's best match with? Wrestlers. Like, real wrestlers. Brock Lesnar! Their Money in the Bank match, that's it! That, was it Money in the Bank? What was the, what was the was one it, that late spring when they got into the, the... It felt like a physical brawl? Was it Extreme Rules? I think it was Extreme Rules. It was Rules Extreme right Rules. After, right after Brock returned. I'm just saying, Dip, I'm not saying... In the end, I might end up saying Cena over Brock, but I'm just saying, it's, it's what makes the Tears of Mage fun, because that is tougher than you might think. And to your point... What, okay, what was... To your point, before we get off Brock... He is definitely a better wrestler than John Cena. He's an amateur wrestler. Right, He's an right, NCAA yeah, champion. Right. Is John Cena, is Brock Lesnar a better wrestler than John Cena? I'll, yes. I'll give it to you. But hold on, hold on, hold on. But I'm going to respond you. to that argument. I have to respond to that, though, SGG. Being a great amateur does not, in fact, inherently mean that you are a better professional wrestler. That doesn't necessarily mean that either. It doesn't necessarily no. mean that. But in Brock's case, in Brock's it case, absolutely it does. does. It He's, absolutely he's, does. I mean, listen, if Brock had existed in 1988, we would have probably had a moment when he when he hit Andre the Giant with an F5. Like, let's be realistic <laughs> yeah, about how yeah. incredible this dude is. You know what I mean? Uh, so what was the other one? You were going to throw one more out there, Dip, that you said was controversial. I'm not going to tell you where I have him because we'll – this is the It'll be the rest of the show? Arguing. I'm not going to tell you. But okay. we'll, when we do the Tears of Mage episode, Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that now. No. We can't do that now. But <laughs> no. that is that – is, <laughs> By the way, is, I think I – think, Controversy I think, of a storm. I think <laughs> Randy. I think Randy's very interesting for this conversation. I think Edge is very interesting. You know, the guys who are currently active but have been around for twenty years are interesting yeah. ones to discuss because yeah. obviously some of them are just going to be. Then there's different kinds of arguments. You know, the Sean versus Brett and the things like that. But like these ones, I think are really. What about this guy? Yeah. Is he on he's, the tiers? He's on the list. I'm not going to tell you where, but he's 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 there. I'm lifting up my Kane shirt 
Um, the, the fact that he's on the list tells me that he's ranked too high. Wow. Honestly, really? Yeah. This, yeah. Kane. Okay. I think it's an, it's an interesting Kane argument. Has it, well, it'll, Kane hasn't we'll done get to a it. single... Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But, but that we'll he's get on there, the we'll list get there just before WrestleMania. he's ranked too high. I, I, when, when do we... When is the perfect time to drop the Tears of Mage? I mean, what are your thoughts? I think the perfect time is the week before the last week. Before, because the before, last, before the big show. Yes, because the last week will have to be a full preview show. So the week before the last week, I think we can celebrate. You know, it's, it's like, hey, next week's the final week. Let's have a moment here and, and break down the tears of me. <laughs> All right. So we should talk a little bit before the show ends today about wrestling. <laughs> but by the way, I mean, I don't We're know why I feel like. Want. Let's face it. I know. I don't know why I feel a sense of obligation to cover news as if we're like, this is hard wrestling news that must be covered. <laughs> like, I, you watch who Raw cares? this week. At the end of the day, two things happened this week on Raw. End of story. One. They added they, matches to WrestleMania. Yeah. They added some matches. The most important one being Edge versus AJ Styles. We're not sure. They started the angle in a real way. It was fine. They didn't really do much, but they showed they, they, the Edge <laughs> they was, is Edge much. a heel, is Edge a face. That's what that was. Is he a heel or is he a face? Yeah. There's a question. Are we supposed to boo Edge after the after the, the chair shots or are we not? Whether we are supposed to boo Edge, we, we are supposed to boo Edge. That's number one. He is definitely the villain. Whether okay. fans actually do it or not, I don't think changes if he's the villain in this story or not. He is he is the heel, definitively. That's number okay. one. He's, wait, he's def so just to be clear. Bad guy, AJ and Omos, AJ, we think, SGG, you're saying that's done. They're kind of resetting with AJ and AJ will be the good guy here. Yeah. And I think he's been the baby face um, since breaking up with Omos, right? Yeah. Because when you think about the things he's done afterwards, it wasn't really heelish at all. He he fought he fought to earn the opportunities that he has. And in, in the case of Edge, he simply answered an open challenge and then Edge just destroyed him, just absolutely destroyed him with weapons hit him with the concerto and i think that the concerto is going to keep aj off of tv for a while while he let other storylines breathe and develop and then they're going to kick it into high gear maybe like the week or two before wrestlemania um i don't think we see aj for a couple of weeks but he's definitely hmm. the baby face in this story and edge is absolutely well, the heel yeah no i think i think sug is a thousand percent right dip i'm sorry with with no, they're gonna take good. AJ off. I, I wasn't trying to be argumentative. I was simply asking. You don't know. Does the group no, and think I, that Edge right, is now the heel? Because it is. It is like unrealistic to think that people are actually gonna boo Edge. I think that well, is. I hear saying. what you're saying. That entrance is so babyface at Mania on a big stage with the smoke and the and the song and like people go crazy when Edge comes out. It's in one of the great entrances of our time, and so it's just sort of hard for me to believe that they would turn him. Which is fine. I, I'm 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 here for it. Uh, AJ Edges is probably the, the match I'm most excited to see now at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, you know me, I still wish there'd been a little more nuance to getting there as opposed to just like someone come out yeah, here. Yeah, of course. They, well, they don't, but, they don't tell stories. So there you go. The second but, thing uh, that, the second thing that happened uh, that's meaningful is the Austin Theory will now be obviously a part of the McMahon McAfee storyline. They did a little vignette backstage where he was at the desk again. And they did. Well, the for, for, hold on. Just slow down real quick. Mark okay. Jones. Mm. Um, you literally wow. said that as if well, you said that literally as if everyone has already spent weeks knowing that there's a Vince McMahon, Pat McAfee storyline. It's a it's assuming a little too much reading of the dirt sheets for to it, for everyone to know that that's where this is going. Did you see the there's second? Some, well, yes, but you said it in a way that it's like part of the whole like, no, like no, it's, no, it was no, said. No, no, no. It was said as if like we've had weeks of preparing for no they they announced a, a week ago on, Friday. on SmackDown Friday less than a week ago we found out Vince McMahon will be on Pat McAfee this Thursday they made a big deal about it and then to Dip's point they followed up on Monday with Austin Theory sitting with Vince McMahon and trying to like get him ready for the interview and saying what if something happens what if something happens last time you did a major interview twenty years ago you almost got into a fight you might need me there et cetera et cetera et cetera. And so mage that they touched the, on that, by the way. <laughs> so, say it again. That's so mage that they touched on that, by the way. No, that was cool. That was cool. But and 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 then 
Now what everyone's saying is we will get McAfee versus Theory with Vince McMahon as in the, I don't know what role, how do you guys actually see that being? Like McAfee's doing the bidding for, I mean, I mean, Theory's doing the bidding for McMahon? They might square off in the ring, McMahon and McAfee are face to face, and then he, you know, goes, get, get him, get him, Austin. <laughs> you know, and then it's, and then McAfee and Theory have like a brawl, and then McAfee goes over Theory, and then, you know, Vince oh, I don't think McAfee Vince goes fire. over Theory. That would be nuts. Now, or how do you think they sell this theory match? Theory disappoints Vince. Oh, 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 okay. How do you think this match At is WrestleMania? advertised? Do you yeah. think it's advertised as Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee? And then they pull a swerve and then Austin Theory is like night of like, no, I got this. You don't have to do this. And then yeah. he ends up facing Something McAfee. Like or do they do they straight up say it's going to be Austin Theory versus Pat McAfee with Vince McMahon in his corner? No, I think I think it would be stupid of them not to advertise Vince in a match because that's intriguing. And they're looking to sell more tickets and they're looking to have better buy rates. So I think that they have Vince... Build as the opponent to McAfee. I think that Vince maybe stomps a mud hole in him in the corner in some context, <laughs> in some capacity. Um, I don't think he's taking a back bump or, or, or blading. <laughs> or he might like blade, that. though. Every, you, he you, might blade. I wouldn't go. <laughs> he might blade. I wouldn't be sure about anything. Um, whatever. Look, you know what? I know it's a, it's, a, it's a ratings grab. It's a whatever it is. But you know what? It's something. Let's see. The whole happens. thing is a ratings grab. The whole, we love the whole theory, shebang. right? God bless. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I have some pause about the idea. With all due respect to a guy who I think is Mage in Pat McAfee, I have a little bit of pause of being like him being um, him being worthy of a Vince McMahon match at WrestleMania, which puts him in a category with. Hold on, I know. Bret Hart, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, but you created this category. I mean, this is not Hulk a category Hogan. that is a real category. What do you mean? No, it is. He's These had matches like, what, happen. Six WrestleMania matches? You know? I mean, As they're what? always against, oh, Hulk Hogan. Sorry, Hulk Hogan. Shawn Michaels. Shawn. This was in Shawn a different Michaels. time when he could wrestle and it was an actual match. Come on. This Hold is on. a gag. This How is a gag. You? How well, are you hold on, even the Bret me? Hart match though? The Bret Hart match though was like Bret couldn't wrestle and they did it. So there's that's not a foregone conclu- conclusion that Vince won't actually wrestle, right? Because no, no, no. Yeah, we don't know what the physical thing will be. But what I all I'm suggesting is, I I guess I'm a little surprised that the we could be looking at a poster that's Pat McAfee and Vince McMahon facing off at WrestleMania. I <laughs> yeah. I. I, that's all I'm saying. Like yeah. he is a fantastic commentator, and he's had a as a ridiculous career. It's, we all admire it, but in terms of like worthy wrestling opponent, no, I, of course even, not. But it's a gag. That's how I look at it. I, I, I guess I don't know your argument to me, Dip. It's like you're. This is the SGG argument. I'm, I'm surprised that you're saying that. I, not I, going. I, I see that. I see how you feel that way. Um, I just don't think it's worth really complaining about i i don't know no no i agree it's something it's, it's something and i'm not saying it's something i'm excited about but it's it's something and i don't think it's worth complaining about it, it's just going to be what it's going to be and let's just let's face it okay pat mcafee or no pat mcafee when vince mcmahon walks out at wrestlemania 38 and we're all sitting there watching everyone is going to be glued to the ring so 100%. yeah let's just Face facts and just say that it's something. And that's that. Agreed completely. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I know SGG a f- agrees with me. <laughs> yeah. SG, you agree? <laughs> he does. That Vince, know, Vince McMahon is definitely gonna gonna compel people to he commands people's attention. Like just putting yeah. Vince McMahon on the poster is gonna command attention. And I, I yes. also agree with Peter Rosenberg, though, that it's it's insane that Pat McAfee's name is now added to the list of legends who have faced Vince McMahon at, at WrestleMania, potentially. It, he's, like it, he's two. He's he's what Pat is, I think, two NXT matches into his career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the matches turned out great, though. Great performances he, he, yeah. in these matches. But. No, they were. They were both very entertaining. So I have no doubt that he can pull it off. Question for you. If it wasn't Pat McAfee, 
who is who is there that we would have liked to have seen a Vince sort of story for WrestleMania? Kevin Shane. Owens. SGG says Kevin Owens. Dip says Shane. Well, okay, Dip. Seth Rollins. Gonna go well. Okay, Dip. Okay, Dip. Uh, okay, <laughs> Dip. You're you're fine with it being Pat McAfee, but let's have a reasonable conversation where in 2022 it was going to be Shane. Randy Orton. The too, thing though. that we would have dreamed of. Yeah. All right. Like. When was the last you time you dream. reasonably thought you said diversity <laughs> dream and I just dreamed <laughs> it was a dream. That's a, it's it, it, that's a, that is a hell of a dream. He said I dream, not pipe dream. I wish I got, I, and I said my, what my dream would be. And that was Shane, Shane yeah. versus Vince for control of the company. I, that would be mage. Kevin Owens and Vince have the history. Triple H. I mean, okay. Yeah. Triple sure. H, Shane, for Vince, sure. triple threat. <laughs> <laughs> Add Stefan here. Fantastic. And Linda. How about how about how about Randy? Yeah, I said that. Randy Orton. Man. What? Could be something there. The Fiend. Oh, the Fiend. <laughs> Boogeyman. Fiend. Oh, Boogeyman. Stardust. So are we are we not getting that by the way, Cody would Cody be Cody would be good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm are still we, dreaming. By the way, I'm still wake me up. Like, yeah, yeah. The, these, by the way, these dreams are the dreams of the these are great dream. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold slurpy drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven. And your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small slurpy drink with seven rewards. It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that about me going forward anytime there's a drink like this i'm in on the blue raspberry if you're feeling thirsty feeling thirsty right now how about going to visit a 7-eleven valid through 1725 7-eleven has the right to end this promotion early plus tax participating u.s stores see app for full terms all rights reserved okay so assuming that we get that the pat a pat mcafee vince mcmahon vehicle of some sort is there oh are we people losing steam on the stone cold steve austin of it all i don't think so i think losing i think there are a lot of a lot of other texas legends though that are that that he could be facing that people are i saw booker t posted a video sort of threatening kevin owens i don't think it's going to be booker t i think that's some misdirection it's austin by the way, could it be some combo of legends? That's not outside the realm of possibility. Could could it be the two of them? Could it be the two of them against Booker T, JBL, Shawn Michaels, etc.? Seth and Kevin Owens versus these people. What I say? That's oh, did you say that's that's exactly what he's. Oh, I I didn't I it literally cut out. Somebody <laughs> called me. It cut out for a second. I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh that's what happened. Got it. Yes. Yes, that exactly. Is those two, because, yeah, so those two could definitely happen. Versus, or, or just against, what, what about JBL and Book? Mage. It, it all but, feels disappointing without Austin, though. I'm not going to lie. I know. Well, why is Why does it feel like the Austin thing's fading? How did it go from it's happening to it feels like now it's not happening? I, I still know why? feel like it's happening. I think I think because people haven't heard more, now people are, are lowering their expectations. But I I don't know. We still Austin got still to looks go, good. He's been he's supposedly had a ring delivered to his house and been training. Oh no, he has the ring. So I mean, I just felt like I you know what it was for me. I felt like I turned on the 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 show on. Monday and Kevin Owens comes out and I'm like, oh, here we go. And it was not what it was not anything. I thought so. Nothing got furthered in that way. That's all. But it's possible, though, that that he just stretches it out until we get to Dallas and then somebody finally has to confront him there. Right. I don't. I don't know. I wonder if. If it is Austin, I wonder if it's smarter to announce it versus. Just letting that be like a surprise appearance for the people in the audience. Guys, first of all, as versus the midge. Don't forget about as versus the midge. One of the best, one of the best stories 
a thousand percent of this last year. And also, don't forget about this. And I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm blacker than black, and I'm black, y'all. I'm blicking black, blacker than black, black, I'm blacker than black, yo, because I'm black and I'm black. Can I make my can I make my black power ranking a special edition Jewish history, a Jewish power ranking? <laughs> and how have we not talked about Is it about Drake? This? We gotta spend a minute on this. <laughs> no, 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 not I I don't mean um I don't mean half black, half Jewish. I just mean Jewish. <laughs> I mean, am I, li- I mean, am I just allowed to do a Jewish power ranking instead uh, for my for my pick? Although, I'll, let me give a let me give a uh, black talent for the black power rankings. Um, there are a couple of options for me this week. I'm gonna go with. In in with using SGG sort of random podcast shout out logic, I'm gonna use Big E, whose birthday was celebrated yesterday, and I just kind of took a moment to think about how absolutely much I love this man and how how valuable he is to the WWE in every way. And even though there's been certainly some chatter about his is is right now where he is not being in the same place that he was certainly three months ago. He is is I still believe his future is bright and I think there'll be more Uh, curious to see how things shape up. It looks like we'll just be getting a new day tag match at WrestleMania. That appears to sort of be the path that we're on. But I just want to use this moment to say happy birthday to the great Biggie. And and continuing the tradition of uh, podcast shout outs. I want to give this week's (laughs) Black Power Rankings to the Black Announce Table. They had a they had a special guest. Ah, This is a good one. Last last month they they did their weekly, you know, celebrating a black talent um, for Black History Month, and then they closed it out with a special guest, Malcolm Bivens, who's a guy that you guys know. I love Malcolm Bivens. I've been I've been singing his very praises. talented kids, extremely talented. And I have to say, it was probably one of it was their first interview, and it was probably one of the best interview wrestler interviews I've ever listen to just because they didn't they didn't go down the similar the, the path that we all go down of like what's your favorite matches and and this and that they asked him like the hard-hitting questions uchi like what uchi wali or one mic and they de- they demanded an answer and it was it was well, a high- that, those are the hard-hitting questions <laughs> it is <laughs> but no it was a high well, where did he land on that i'm pretty sure he went uchi wali which I mean, wow! Well, you, think you, you think you know someone in this controversial town. take, by the way. Um, but no, it was a highly entertaining interview. Which, if if you've ever listened to the Black Announce Table, or if you're a fan of Malcolm Bivens, you know just on their own, those are entertaining entities. So when they came together, it, it did not disappoint. So I encourage everybody to check that out. Yeah, shouts to the Black Announce Table, no doubt, and uh, that Malcolm Bivens interview, very very cool. Actually, I gotta hit them back because I, I did watch pieces of it. It was dope. Uh, who do you got, Dip? Um, I gotta give it to uh, Naomi this week, um, who sort of started in an angle with Sasha Banks that they're gonna maybe go after the tag titles after uh, Sasha's win against Shots against um, Shotzi. Shotzi. Oh, uh, so what, so what you're saying is this could uh, maybe it's a chance to maybe a major tag team, maybe something. It's something. Could be something. A shout out to Naomi, yeah. who's continuously a great athlete and mage galore. I know, and I would absolutely love to see her get like a good spot here, um, as we approach yeah as we approach Mania season. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. And so that brings me to my Jewish power ranking. I was gonna say, which is a, back. it's a one man it's a one man uh, show this week because Maxwell Jacob Friedman last week delivering. Maybe the most you know Jewish piece of wrestling content of all time off of this podcast, besides this podcast. <laughs> yeah. um, with his promo last week, he comes out and the the thing that they tried to do, and, and this is this is multifold. I gotta give AEW credit too. It wasn't just that Max delivered a really great interesting promo. It was it, it was a different bit of storytelling. It was taking the maligned, hated bad guy and having him come out and work an entire segment 
trying to turn the crowd to his to be on his side. And he was so damn effective that by the end it was successful. And I loved the part of Punk coming out and being like, is this real? Is this real? And him walking off. They truly did something different that makes you curious about what happens next as we get ready for their match at the pay-per-view. Yeah, no. It was a beautiful piece of work. SGG, did you see it? I did see it. And I I agree with you up to the part of Punk coming out. Because then when Punk comes, I'm like, this is not about you. (laughs) He's coming out. Is this real? Like, this is really not about you. This is about MJF. And MJF, like you said, he really did um, hit a home run. It's it's intriguing. It makes me think if they're going to go for a double turn at the match or not or or what's going to happen but like you said it 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 is a a great bit of storytelling and it's honestly the type of storytelling that I didn't think AEW would go for because it's not so steeped in competition and wrestling and like those things this is this is real life <laughs> this is stuff that people go through this is this is discrimination this is this is hate and I didn't think they were going to go there so directly and so so well that was sort of the cool piece of it is that they 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 took an angle that is tough for wwe to do they're a publicly traded company and and max is up there talking about being called jew boy and having quarters thrown at him even though that's his experience and that's real when you're a publicly traded company with a ton of eyeballs on you, anything like that can be hard to pull off. And and AEW leaned in to a space that they kind of occupy where they can use a little edge. And it was damn effective. I, I got to tell you, I throw on my Talus right away. Yeah. After, <laughs> you were davening. Uh, I was davening at the television. I got I got to tell you. I mean, it was one of the greatest segments in the history of professional wrestling. <laughs> Was it not? It was very good. I was no, dominant. It was, be- it was and dominant. <laughs> it was it was awesome. I mean, listen, it, it wasn't a con- it wasn't. If you didn't see it yet, it's not about Judaism. It was about his experience and why he hates punk. Yeah. The, can I tell you though? There was one thing I thought he sort of fumbled on when he explained the picture of Daniel Bryan and Punk on the wrestling classic that brought him back that made him. I didn't understand that. I didn't either. I, but. Right. Like I did. He left out a sentence like they assumed the audience understood something that even I was like, wait, what picture was it? Was there a famed Brian and punk picture from 2014? I don't remember. Well, there's the I don't know, but there's the picture. I, I do. I Yes. OK. So, yes, the uh, Daniel Bryan and, and punk shook hands uh, in, in the beginning of their match at WrestleMania. And there's a they whole had a thing match that MGF wrote. Was it at, was it not a mania? I do not mm-hmm. think they have a match at WrestleMania. Look up the there's a post that MJF posted about with that image. And it's the two of them shaking hands, and then he writes a whole thing about it. So I didn't and, know at the time what was being talked about, but I since have seen. Heartwarming MJF comments from 2015 surface following the emotional AEW promo. Yeah. That's it. Wow. Uh, It looks like he wrote, I don't know if you're ever going to see this or read this, but I bleeping love the bleep you post. I was in college with a football scholarship, but I didn't want to be there my whole life. I've wanted to be one thing, a pro wrestler. I was up there in college depressed knowing I didn't want to be there. He he can't spell anything, by the way. This is horrible, MJF. We got to talk about this. And I just wanted to be home starting my dream. But I was afraid one day I went on Insta and as I was scrolling down, looking at your pics, it helped me realize that this is what I love. So I left college and I enrolled in a wrestling school near my home. I'm going to start going there on Tuesday and I hope someday I will make my dreams come true and you will post a pic of me as a WWE superstar. Just wanted to say thanks for helping me uh, wake up. Wow. Wow. He posted this. That's what he meant. I didn't when he said the picture. Yeah, that was in the comments that I, I didn't understand when he said he saw the picture that it made him do that. But now I I, I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a shoot, brother. Great work. Great work by MJF. Um, yeah, he is the highest love. 
He's 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 very special right now. Um, guys, we're not gonna have time for a mailbag this week. My day is too absolutely maniacal and insane, but we have a ton of email in there at rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. I will try to get back to whatever I can and read more next week as we gear up this WrestleMania season. One month away as we record right now from the first night of WrestleMania. And uh, of course, that means we're just like two, three weeks away from the tears of made. So there's a lot going on. Let's just be honest. You think you know people in this town. I know. I know. Hey, guys, do me a favor and, uh, and stay made. Mm-hmm. Take it easy. Agreed. Shout out to that guy, Greg. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mage. <laughs>